<laughs> it's episode 19 of Weekend of Burgies. Thanks for joining us. Here's a quick message from the Planet of the Hoojibs, and we'll be right back. This is the story of Planet of the Hoojibs. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear R2-D2 beep like this. Let's begin now. The exhausted rebel team settled into their cozy camp. Soon they found themselves overrun by hundreds of the furry lop-eared creatures that Leia had seen earlier. C-3PO introduced their tiny guests. They're Hoojibs, your highness, natives of this planet. Not very intelligent, I'm afraid. I think they're adorable. <laughs> and you thought there was danger here. Now, weren't you wrong? Cute, cuddly Hoojibs. All right, listen. Between Empire and Jedi, I let the rebels sleep in my bed, guy. A Hoojib, I know it sounds hella funny. I'm basically like a telepathic bunny, a peaceful being. Now, I wouldn't want to harm ya. Born and raised on the planet Arbra versus the Empire, join the good fight. But these days, you wouldn't know what we look like. See, Lucas never put us in his movies. Nobody's showing love to the Hoojis. But for a minute back in 83, you could buy a record or a tape of me. And I guess that's better than most could ask. So I can't complain about the moments past. Cuddly Hoojibs. What will always be, helping make all of them planets free. See, I told Leia, that's what a friend's for. Then they went and made a movie on Andor. Come on, that's cool, but we ain't bitter. Just keep us in mind if you need some critters. I mean, I could use some of that action figure money. You can you put me in a video game. I'm, I'm around. I'll, I'll in coloring books. Bed sheets. It's cool. It's, it's just the Hoojibs, man. It's those Hoojibs. Don't forget the Hoojibs. We won't keep the same with the Hoojibs. Friendship is what makes a home really a home. And you're welcome to share a home with us. Love you. Oh, those hoojibs. What can you do? He heard last episode and, well, he just wanted to come on and share his thoughts because he's uh, telepathic, right? Thanks for joining us. Weekend at Bergie's The Force of Weekends. It's the Star Wars episode. You can tell already. You heard right. Mili Sashimi is here. She's my partner and she is the best and she's never seen Star Wars. So, that changes today. We're going to watch the original trilogy and The Force Awakens, Awakens, and we're going to talk about it on the probably the geekiest episode of this podcast yet. Thanks for tuning in. If this is your first episode, go back and check out all the other episodes. They're a lot of fun. We have guests. We shoot the breeze. We talk about music and comic books and comedy and, and just cool stuff. If you want to get in touch with us, drop a line at weekendatbergies at gmail.com. Lots of cool stuff going on. Big shout out to Berta Prey, who was on last month's episode. A lot of good stuff kicking off for 2016. Can't wait to just keep going on this podcast adventure with all of you. And really appreciate you all tuning in. This is a super fun episode, as normal. I just want to give you a quick heads up. During the Empire Strikes Back segment, there is a slight disturbance in the force and the audio gets a bit off but it only lasts a few minutes so don't worry it's not your headphones uh i think it's it's still pretty clear but um it's it's not as clear as as the rest of the episode so just want to give you a heads up about that uh big shout out to beat mason for dropping that beat uh for the who jibs and big shout out to modernsuperior.com and the modern superior podcast network 
Okay, let's just dive right into it. Please welcome my special guest, Mili Sashimi. I'm really excited. Yeah. <laughs> now, for the listeners at home, we need to be clear here. You have made it through your entire life without watching Star Wars. I have never seen an entire Star Wars movie ever in my life. At what point did you realize it was kind of a big deal that you had never seen it? <laughs> like, were you a kid and, and other kids said, oh, you've never seen Star Wars? Like, do you remember anyone around you, like, ever telling you about Star Wars when you were growing up? No, actually. And I never thought of it that way. Yeah, I don't know if it had to do with me being the eldest girl in my family and not having an older brother who would have been really into it and then would have therefore influenced me to watch it. I kind of missed when it when it just came out, like I was an infant slash toddler. So it just never, it just never, I don't know, maybe I wasn't the audience for it or something. Like it never occurred to me to actually want to watch it. For my own geekiness, like I love the world of Harry Potter. I love the world of Buffy. I love the world of Angel. Like, so I imagine it's very similar to that. And it obviously must be an incredible movie because it's been, it's like in every every show that I watch that isn't even like science, science fiction based, there's references to Star Wars in it. So, Okay, so what do you think it's about? <laughs> oh what my do you, gosh, yeah. I'm like sweating. I'm like No, no, nervous. there's no wrong answers. Like this is what's <laughs> exciting to me. It's it's like trying to figure out okay, because what try and give me a rough plot of what you think Star Wars is. There's no wrong answers. Okay, so I'm assuming it's set in the future and that there are all these different planets and worlds and basically the core group of humans, I think, end up fighting various alien-based species. And all these alien-based species have like special skills or some of them are more evil than others. And there have to be like alliances and stuff, basically like how any war would be. That's what I think it's like. I'm also maybe thinking about Star Trek a little bit because I have seen, like full disclosure, I have seen like the latest Star Trek movies, which I enjoy thoroughly. And so... I imagine they're similar, but maybe they're not. Are they similar? I would say that Star Wars and Star Trek are completely different. Other really? than being based in the stars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to play a little game here. I'm going to uh, show you a few pieces of Star Wars uh, paraphernalia, and I want to get your reaction and description of what you think okay. you are looking at. So for starters... Here you go. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Describe to our audience what you are holding. So I'm looking at a little elf based green little monster. <laughs> he has long ears and I'm sorry, I have to draw comparisons to Dobby from Harry Potter because oh he looks God. exactly like him, <laughs> except he's clothed and he has a cane and yeah, I don't know. He looks like wise. I, I, I'm assuming they go to him for advice. For the listeners at home, Mealy is holding a Yoda action figure. And you that, you know, right? saying wise was good. The comparison to Dobby is hilarious to me. <laughs> I guess he looks kind of elfish. Yeah, it's like a nicer looking version of um, 
Gollum from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> right? Like this, like Yoda, as you say, did not spend, you know, years in a cave obsessed with the ring. He was like among people. He was socialized. <laughs> so he seems like quite friendly. <laughs> he only has three toes. Is this action figure accurate? <laughs> yeah. And does he walk with a limp? Like, is that why he has a cane? Okay. Can he, like, no, does he have a special power besides being wise? Like, are his ears out long on purpose? Because he can hear, like, planets over, like, <laughs> or like, I don't, <laughs> is he an alien? He has a lot of special powers. Right. Uh, now, I, see, I don't want to spoil the movies for you. So right here, you're looking at the poster to Star Wars A New Hope. Okay. What do you think is happening in the picture? Um, okay, so there's uh, an all-black figure, which I believe is Darth Vader. Excellent, yeah. And he is holding a lightsaber. And then there's Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to his right is Leia, obviously, with the buns. She's not dressed as slave Leia. And then below her, there's Chewbacca. Um gold robot what is his name i'm Not, impressed that no. you know all this no it, well that's the thing like it's like star wars is obviously like so infiltrated in our in our culture like there's no way that i wouldn't know anything about it but it's interesting like none of it is very like linear or chronological in my brain it's just kind of like all there and so i mix stuff up and i think i know the story but i probably don't okay so then there's harrison ford a much younger harrison ford who um yeah, he drives yeah, yeah, that's, a spaceship. He does right, drive obviously. a spaceship. <laughs> and then to like Harrison Ford's left, like I don't know who this older dude is. He has like white hair, white beard. And then below him is another guy. I've like no clue who those two guys are. And what do you think is happening in the, in the image? Well, they're at war, I'm assuming. They're like fighting for someone. I'm assuming someone gets kidnapped in the movies and they have to rescue them. <laughs> <laughs> That's right? good. It's good. It's good. Now, what do you think the whole arc is about? There are three movies and then the new movie coming up. Do you have any idea what the new movie is about? Actually, I don't know. Cause it's like, I'm so used to movies where it's like, Oh, we have to save earth. But if it's all set in space, like what are they protecting? Or is there like territories and boundaries that they're like defending and protecting? Is that what it's about? Well, it's all speculation right now. We don't know for sure exactly what it's about. So, like, even though I haven't seen Star Wars, there's this whole Luke, I am your father line that's been, that's pretty famous. I don't know how we get to that point. Who says that? Darth Vader, right? Okay. So you have heard that much just through pop culture. Yeah. That aspect of the movies has been revealed to you. Right. Okay. I guess it'll be interesting to see, like, the significance of that because I don't understand why that's significant. Like, I'm assuming Darth Vader is evil, Right? He's like the Lord No Heart of Star Wars. Basically. The villain from Care Bears? Is yeah. that who you're comparing him to? <laughs> Do you, have you not seen Care Bears? <laughs> I, think, I think I'm going to have to get you to watch Care Bears. I remember Lord No Heart. You think this guy is... Oh my gosh. Like a little evil bear at tribal council kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> who is This is from Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> Were there bears in space? <laughs> what? 
It seems so weird to have it in Star Wars. I don't I don't get it. He's holding like a spear. Does he speak? Like <laughs> That is an Ewok. Oh, okay. I've heard of Ewoks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've heard you refer to the Ewoks as evil teddy bears, I think. Um, they're not evil. I like the Ewoks. I think they're good. I think they're cool. But we have to get to that movie, so I don't want to spoil that too much for you. Do they sing? They do sing. <laughs> <laughs> they sing and they dance. Sometimes they even barbecue people. What? They're like cannibals? They like, <laughs> Or I guess they're carnivores. If they're bears, like they bears eat people. So. Yeah. Oh, gosh. There's so many layers <laughs> to Star Wars. And so when I say the force, what do you think that is? I'm thinking it's like in Harry Potter when the Death Eaters became stronger in the fourth, fifth, and sixth book. I'm assuming the force is evil. I don't know if that's true. Okay. If I say Jedi, what does that mean to you? So I've heard the term like Jedi mind trick, and I guess he has like ESP or he can like read minds. Is Jedi a person in your mind? Oh yeah, totally. Like the character of Jedi. Jedi is a person. Okay. Yeah. That's his name? Yeah. Or her name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he like, he or she like, all I've heard is he, he or she mind tricks people. So I'm assuming a Jedi is good and will mind trick the bad guys and good will, good will prevail over evil. Okay, okay. Jabba the Hutt. Okay. Jabba the Hutt. We have a figure, I believe, in this apartment that is of Jabba the Hutt. So when I look at him, it makes me think of Slimer from Ghostbusters. So I think he's like a good ghost. (laughs) And he's a little dirty looking. I guess he doesn't fly. Maybe he's not a ghost, but he just like... But he looks like Slimer. Jabba the Hutt, the good ghost. I love it. I love it. <laughs> like Casper. Sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Obi-Wan Kenobi. What does that mean to you? That's a person. Now I'm thinking like, it's kind of like in Lord of the Rings, like the leader of the elves. I don't remember his name, but it looks like Obi-Wan Kenobi to me. <laughs> is he like a... Is he like a is he like the leader? Of like I don't a know. We'll have, to, we'll have to watch it. <laughs> there's something I don't get. Like I've, I hear like, okay, there's Anakin and then there's Luke. Are they related? Like, are they, I always actually thought they were the same person. Okay. That's a question that will get revealed, but you have to watch the movies. So are you really excited to finally watch the, the original Star Wars trilogy before we watch The Force Awakens? Because I only got two tickets to The Force Awakens, and I'm taking you. But the condition was that you had to watch all three <laughs> movies leading up to The Force Awakens. So I'm glad you're gung-ho for this, and you're, you're ready to do it. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm committing to it. I cannot. I have to give up my status as someone who's never seen Star Wars. <laughs> you know what? I, I have to say I am worried that you know, Star Wars is so hyped up that, you know, what if it doesn't hold up? Like, what if it's not a timeless movie that I will like too? Like, what if I watch it and I'm like, I, you know, obviously the special effects were different 30 years ago. So I can't judge it based on, you know, the special effects that we're capable of doing today. But I don't know, I'm worried about the hype of it and that maybe it'll fall flat for me because it's been so, it's been so long. Like I... 
maybe should have watched it 30 years ago. You know what? I'm ready. Like, let's just do it. I want to understand all of the references in every Joss Whedon thing that I've ever watched. I feel like I will be like, oh my gosh, I get what Xander was talking about in that scene (laughs) (laughs) when he made reference to, I don't know, a Jedi or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think it's amazing. And What if I don't like it? If you don't like it, you don't like it. I'm just so curious to see how you react to it. Like, I'm really excited to see and see it, watch it through your eyes and see what you get out of it. And I'm excited to see what I see differently now with the watching it through your eyes. Right. Are we watching the versions with CGI? No. We're watching the original straight up. Listeners at home will be happy to know we are doing the pure original three cuts of Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. And And you're sure you don't want me, and you're sure you don't want me to Watch the prequels first? No. <laughs> Are you sure? No. If if When we watch these and you really want to see the prequels, maybe I'll watch them. I mean, you can watch them, but I, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of the prequels, but we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. I. It's like the prequels, I feel like I will watch them as if I'm watch, watching like a Tommy Wiseau The Room movie, whereas like I got to go into it thinking like, okay, it's going to be bad. And then I'll just find it amusing and entertaining. Like if I go into it with that lens, I think it would be good. Yeah, I don't, I just, uh, they just bug me. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to get into it. Without further ado, let's let's go watch it. And then we're going to bring you right back here. So listeners, stay tuned. did it. I did it. Are you excited? I'm excited. Yeah? Was it worth it? It was worth it. I was not disappointed. I was pleasantly surprised, I have to say. Now, a lot of it makes sense. Like, for example, Jedi mind trick. I get it. You get what a Jedi is, kind of, now, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now I know a Jedi is not, like, the name of a character. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, really blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I want to cover all of this. And, yeah, like I had said before, watching it through your eyes and just sort of seeing what I picked up on differently and seeing what you interpreted, it was, it was really, really cool. Right off the top, I did notice... A couple of things, but I want to know your your perspective first. Who's your favorite character? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. And why do you like him so much? Because he's like the Dumbledore, the Gandalf. <laughs> All right. More Harry Potter references. Yeah. <laughs> he's, I really like him. He's like the, he's like the, I don't know, like the silent wisdom, like all-knowing father figure. Because, of course, Luke, Luke's dad does not. Was, is not alive. So he's like the one who like, he reveals slowly and knows that like Luke needs to like learn stuff just like Harry Potter. He just doesn't like lay it out on, on the table. Even when he supposedly dies, I'm really, I'm pretty confident that I don't think he's going to die because I, I heard the third title of the Star Wars trilogy is Jedi Strikes Back. No. Return, of, Return the of the Jedi. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. So I think he's coming back. But also, it was that look he gave Luke before he kind of just was like, all right, Darth Vader, like, you know, you know, kill me. And then he just kind of like, he like looked at Luke and then he like kind of gave up and then he just like pulled to like a Wicked Witch of the East and like, you know, kind of like disappeared and his clothes were still there. And I don't know. He's coming back. Okay. That's, that's a prediction. 
Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi comes back. Yeah. And my other prediction is I think he's going to come back not as a Jedi, but he's going to be like evolved. Like he's going to come back as like another, I don't know, species. Is that the right word? He's going to come back like like in, in Lord of the Rings when Gandalf the Grey comes back as Gandalf the White. That's going to happen. Okay. You think Lucas was ripping off Lord of the Rings? This is a theory. Yeah. I do. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. So why do you think it's called a new hope? Because um, for the longest time, the Death Star villains, Which you called the Death Station I did. during I kept the movie. Calling it the Death Station. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that the Death Station? <laughs> I love that. And the Mos Eisley Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, that was, you know what, that the Mosley Cafe was like my favorite. Scene. It was a can it was a canteen. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, it was kept a calling it the cafe. Oh. <laughs> but I like that. You're like, I like the cafe part. That's what you said to me. So I believe the villains of the Death Station headed up by Darth Vader. Death Star. Death Star. So <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> it's forever going to be the Death Station I know, now. Sorry. I love it. No, well, because it's, it's like it's like a spot. It's like a hub. It's That's a station. Why it's a space it's a station. station. Yeah. No, it makes sorry. I get it. Death Station. There's no star there. Sure. Like, I don't know why it's called. It should be the death station. So, um, because, so they had been, they had taken over. And so now Princess Leia and the Rebellion are like coming back like Hunger Games style. And they have hope now. They can finally like take over and then take control of the galaxy and good will prevail. A new hope for good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Why? Is it bad? No, I mean, I perceive it as meaning, well, there's that. There's a new hope for good. There's also, there's a new hope because... Oh, Luke. Luke. He's the new hope. Whether that's Luke or whether it's just the whole shift in the force. That makes sense. Interesting. And I, like I said before, I always knew it as just Star Wars as a kid. And then they, when they slapped a new hope back on it, which was originally in the, in the books. And the original Star Wars book has a lot more information about like i'd mentioned the pilots like luke's talking to biggs and wedge there's more stuff about them because they're his friends from tatooine and that's the world we see the like the planet that luke is in right from the beginning where his aunt where he was living with his aunt and uncle yeah 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 that was tatooine now and dantooine was the place that leia said there was a rebel base but there wasn't when she was interrogated then they blew up her home world of alderaan oh yeah i know a lot happens okay okay wait 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 so if if Leia had tricked the commander of the Death Star. Grand and, Moff Tarkin. Yeah. So, and then they blew up Dantooine. Dantooine, yeah. Dantooine. Well, they blew up Alderaan. They did blow up Alderaan. Yeah, but then she said that the rebel base was on Dantooine. So then they go to Dantooine, but the rebels had already left there. Is they set up a new base. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so then, sorry, where, in the end, when she gives um, a medal to Luke and Hans, what planet is that? They are on Yavin, I believe. Okay. Which is the, that's sort of the new rebel base. Okay. That's where they were, where they, remember when they took the plans from R2-D2 yeah. and they figured out that they needed to get how to destroy the Death Star or Death Station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Luke is just like making everything is a reference to his to his home world. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like oh I used to shoot womp rats, you know, about 2 <laughs> yeah. meters. Like everything in the Death Star was just patterned after Luke's entire uh home. Oh, it's just like Baker's Canyon back home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your favorite character is Obi-Wan. Let's yep. stay on track cuz I know we got two more movies to watch. Who is your least favorite character? 
Luke is so annoying. <laughs> He's like useless. I know he made that shot because he was like really skilled at killing womp rats and all that stuff. And he like hit, <laughs> hit, you know, the center and then the whole thing blew up and everyone's really excited. But oh my gosh, every, like he was so annoying. Yeah, that's typically most people I think have a problem with Luke in this movie. But uh, I guess maybe I've just, I find him endearing now. I'm so used to it and it's just, he's Luke and, but yeah, he there's some pretty great shots of him just sort of looking off into the sun and being whiny. Yeah. I want to go get power converters. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I don't know if it's just like even maybe his acting a little bit. Like it's just, I don't know. I just didn't really, I wasn't like, oh yeah, he's the hero. I'm like rooting for him. Like I found myself rooting for Chewbacca more. Okay. Yeah. Well, Chewie's awesome. And that, that scene where he sort of shakes his head, bro, I don't want to go there, Han Solo. Yeah. yeah, That's, there's so many tiny little moments. Uh, What was your favorite part of the movie? Well, I loved the cafe slash canteen scene. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was pretty cool when Hans like shot that bounty hunter. That was like pretty cool. Greedo. Yeah. Yeah. I love. And you heard Han shot Greedo, correct? Yeah. Okay. When, when Lucas went back and re-edited the movies, he made Greedo shoot first. And that's been a big fan problem. Yeah. So because he didn't want Han to look like a heartless, cold killer. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, but clearly Han shot, right? Greedo, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Han shot first. But it seems so unnecessary. He's a bounty hunter who's basically saying he's going to turn him in. It's totally like legit. And Han Solo's badass, yeah. Exactly. Everyone's badass in this movie. I mean, Obi-Wan just chops off a guy's arm. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Han's is just like, he's like gruff and edgy at the beginning. Like he... I, I like. I imagine he's going to grow a bit more of a heart, and he already has because he came back to help the rebellion and stuff. So he needs to start like emotionally detached before he like gets the heart. It's like it's more of a story arc for him. Yeah, character. absolutely. Yeah, it's a character arc. It's definitely he goes from the the roguish yeah, scoundrel, and yeah. uh, and then we'll see what happens to him in the yeah. next movie. That's for sure. Okay, so so Lucas just basically took that exact same scene and just like CGI'd like. A sh- like a bullet or like a laser bullet? Yes, it's as stupid as it oh sounds. Gosh. I know. And I was telling you, he went back and like, it's like he went over it drawing over your favorite picture with like a bunch of really bad things. <laughs> oh, look at this goofy guy doing something stupid in the background. And oh, so I kind of try and forget the stuff that happened in those. Okay, so that those were your favorite scenes. Anything else? Anything with C-3PO. Yeah. <laughs> I love his I love his voice. I love what he says. He's a little bit bitchy. <laughs> he's like a little bit mean to um, 3PO's awesome. I love 3PO too. Yeah. I'm yeah. So glad. Yeah. He's funny. He's like kind of mean to R2D2 in a funny way. I don't know why. I really liked him. Yeah, yeah. No, 3PO's great. The uh the part at the end when when R2's all damaged and they're taking yeah. him out of the X-Wing. Yeah. And 3PO is just like, if he needs any of, of my gears or parts, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're a nice couple, right? Yeah, and he's like comic <laughs> relief, I think. like he, Even just him tangled in all those wires was cute and funny. Yeah, totally. I think some people get annoyed by them as well. But no, I find an Anthony Daniels, who's the actor playing him, is amazing. And Kenny Baker, the actor playing R2, because there is a guy in there. 
And what? yeah, and he's uh, he apparently dr- during the filming of this, someone fried an egg on his head, <laughs> <laughs> on, like the head of R2. And Kenny got really upset about that. It's sort of a rumored because they know. were like out in the desert and it was yeah, so hot, you could fry an egg on it. He so got really funny. ticked off, but he, he did a great job. And then the scene when Luke and Han are stormtroopers, you yeah. enjoy. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I've got a rhyme about that too. And, uh, sufficiently suffocified. Yeah. I like, spo- I like sports bloopers and the part in Star Wars when Luke and Han are stormtroopers. Oh, that's a good rhyme. <laughs> yeah. I get it now. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I've just heard that a million times. I'm not. But now I get their meaning. It's like cliff notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so what was your least favorite part? Okay. I'm sorry that I have to ask the obvious question, but this was kind of bugging me. And I'm hoping like the next couple movies are actually going to explain it. Why does the Death Star, why kill all these planets? Like, where does that come from? Like, they're just evil. They have absolutely no reason. They just feel like destroying planets for fun. (laughs) Like, I don't understand. Like, is is there, like, are they just, are they literally just going to try to kill every single planet? Like, what are they going to do after that? Like, what is the point? That's a very good question. I Yeah, A, I think you're right. They are just evil. They're jerks because they're just going to go around killing everybody in space. The, the Empire is trying to grow and anyone who is rebelling against them, they're just going to straight up kill and eliminate. And they just want total dominance throughout the whole galaxy and imperial rule. Or yes, to just enslave the world in evil. But who are they going (laughs) to rule? The universe. Once they kill every planet. Well, I guess that's what you have to, that's the, that is the eternal question that we must ask of every evil dictator. When they get what they want, do they still want it? What happens next? (laughs) Exactly. Because like, then I'm like, you know, if they didn't kill all the planets, then all the other people who are just like chilling in their planets, chilling in their spaceships, um, the Death Star would just like float through space and do their own thing. And like, I don't understand. I guess they would just start killing their own ranks and the evil would just eventually swallow itself up whole because evil is not sustainable. And that's why the Force, there's an imbalance in the Force and, and that's why the Jedis need to fight them. That's why the rebels need to fight against the evil in the universe. We can't have the, we can't let the evil win. It's a classic battle of, no, of good versus no, evil. Ever, but most of the shows and movies that I watch, like you need, there needs to be a reason. Like it, it doesn't. I feel like it doesn't make any sense. They just don't like anyone who disagrees with them. Disagrees with what? Like killing other planets? Yeah, exactly. They just want to take over and rule the galaxy. In look at every evil thing ever. Okay, here you, you mentioned movies. What do what does uh, in Buffy? What do the demons want? They want to eat people because they need to suck blood and to live. And they're driven. They're like, it's their animal instinct to suck blood from humans. And that's what they have to do to live. Like that's, you know, instinctual. So once they kill all the humans, I guess they just want to drink blood and live in their own world. But they won't really kill all the humans. Yeah. That's not really the point. Like even um, Spike, who's a vampire in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, he has stopped, like, even though he, when he was evil, he, sorry, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Buffy, when he was evil, he was obviously, like, killing people, drinking their blood, but then um, at the end of the first year, I think it was the second season, first, second, or third season, you know, the, he helps Buffy stop the, apoc- oh, I know, sorry, at the end of the second season, um, when Buffy sends Angel to hell, Spike helps 
Spike helps her because he doesn't want the world to end. He actually likes the world. It's like it's like a bit of that like um, king of the jungle like animal kind of cast system. But he has a reason. Like, do you know what I mean? Whereas, like, I feel like Darth Vader and the Death Station keeps <laughs> Star Death Star people. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> Death Star people will not like. I don't understand what. If they win, like, what is the point? Like, I don't know. What are they going to do? Just, like, hang out in the galaxy, fly around? Like, I don't I don't get their reasoning. They'll enjoy the spoils of their victory, which is just doing whatever they want, I guess. Yeah, but, it's but not can't like, they do that from the station? They're just flying around, the like, the galaxy. It's a good question. And there will be a little more information about the Empire okay. and who's in charge of it. In the upcoming movies, I can say that. Okay, I'll stay tuned. I was hoping for more of an origin story, but maybe that comes later. Yeah, we still got two more movies to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, but very, very good question. Okay, uh, other questions? Yes, since we're talking about the Death Star, the Stormtroopers. I know that it serves a narrative purpose as to why they can't hit anyone with their like <laughs> lasers. I totally get it. But... yeah. How come, like, Luke and Hans, whenever they shoot them, they die, like, on the first shot? Because I'm they're, they're wearing armor, and I would feel like the armor should protect them, at least uh, for a couple shots. But then, you know, they were, like, you know, nailing them on the first shot. And I'm, so I'm like, what's the point of the armor? That's a good question. My guess would be that they're basically the stormtroopers, at, at least in this movie, they're easily the stupidest people in the film. Um, <laughs> yeah. They just like run away when Han just starts charging at them. They're not good shots. They're not very uh, smart and they're not well armored. I guess their armor is just pretty cheap. I mean, building that Death Star must have cost taken a lot of money. So I yeah. bet they figured, well, at least the Death Star stormtroopers, they're not going to need that much armor because they're not really planning to have people invade the Death Star. Gotcha. I mean, it's, they kind of got surprised by, I mean, like, how did they fool, you know, when they hide in the basement of the Millennium Falcon? Yeah. <laughs> I know. In the little compartment doors. So, uh, and then C-3PO and R2-D2, um, C-3PO, like, walks by and he's like, hey, I'm just going to take, like, R2-D2 to uh, maintenance. Cool. And then the guy's just like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, whatever. <laughs> Plus, well, I guess Han and Luke are way better shots as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, Luke's just been shooting all the wildlife on his homeworld his whole life, so. The womp rats. What do you think of the Jawas, by the way? Do you like those little guys? Yes. The little short hooded monks with the glowy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> the sand monks. And the munchkin voices. Tahini. <laughs> they just want some tahini for their recipes. I really like them. They're they're like they collected all the scrap metal and stuff, right? And that was actually a cool scene too when R two D two and C three PO get stuck in that scrap metal like waste bin. Yeah. Um, and you see like basically inspirations for Wally and like the Roomba uh, <laughs> and Roomba as well as well as Wally. That's good. Yeah. Isn't it like what did you think just from the effects of this being a movie from the late seventies? Like, did it hold up? Yeah. Almost 40 years later, really. Yeah, you know what? Um, it doesn't bug me at all. Like, I personally think CGI is just, like, the icing on the cake. Like, you still need to have, like, a great story. So I was, you know, of course it's the 70s. Like, <laughs> um, you know, glowy eyes and, you know, the 
what's the um, the laser called? Lightsaber. The lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> I just smashed up the two words. <laughs> Light and saber. The laser. Yeah, like I think that was, it, it was fine. It was totally cool. Like I was barely even, you know, it's kind of funny like looking at it, but it's cool to see where you came from too, I think. Yeah, and you can see what all the hype is about. Yeah. Like how people's minds got blown when this dropped originally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. okay, you got some other questions, I, I can tell. Yeah. Well, uh, Princess Leah. Leah, yeah. Sorry, who, who, but she does get referred to as Leah a few times. You'll notice in the movies, okay. some people will say Han Solo or Han Solo or Princess <laughs> Leia or Princess Leah. <laughs> they really needed a story editor on this yeah. on the set. <laughs> okay, so does her character, is her character going to evolve a little bit more? I found her like, you know, ooh, like really cool, strong female character, like leading the rebellion, um, really smart, like uh, is able to get... Uh, R2-D2, back to Obi-Wan, et cetera. But then she like would be bitchy. She's like bitchy in like most of the scenes. But then, you know, after something good happens, like, um, you know, like a really good moment where it's like, oh, like Luke hit that shot. And she's like, she hugs everyone. Like immediately it's like she hugs Chewbacca. She hugs Hans. But then right after she goes back to being bitchy again, like it's just like a weird, I feel like they didn't know what to do with her or something. So they're like, just hug Hans, hug Luke. (laughs) got a lot of love she's a loving princess she's tough but loving but it's like bitchy hugs bitchy hugs <laughs> well she didn't know them at first right like the the back and forth between han and leia when they're on on the death star is pretty good there's some priceless lines there right and he just keeps calling all right your worshipfulness and what does he say he has some like super misogynist line <laughs> oh yeah um if we can avoid some more female advice we might be able to get out of here <laughs> <laughs> like I, but it's but terrible. that's exactly what but I'm hilarious. saying. But that's because right before that, when they were stuck in that garbage um, place, she hugs him after three PO stops the walls from killing them, and so they like they both hug each other. And then the next shot is they're out, and they're like, "Oh yay, we got out!" And then bitchy Hans. I know I was just talking about bitchy Leah, but then she goes back to being bitchy as well. She's hot and cold. Yeah. Who can tell? I mean, she's been through a lot, okay? Not just being in the garbage place. She's been kidnapped. She's been tortured by Darth Vader. Who knows what she had to do before the movie started to get those plans and get them to R2-D2. And her her home world got blown up. I mean, that's, she's been through a lot, so cut her a bit of slack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, just at the start of the movie, I did know, like, right when C-3PO and R2-D2 escape and they jettison in, in the escape pod, the two Imperial guys are looking out the, the window <laughs> And they're like, oh, hold your fire. We don't detect any life signs on there. What? Like, what? Why would it, first of all, why would, if they shot the thing, what, at what cost would that be to them? Obviously, we, the movie would just end right there because then the droids would never make it to Tatooine. But it's just, oh, just hold your fire. We don't need to, uh, don't waste a laser blast on that little escape pod. There couldn't possibly be anything. I've never heard of a droid before. That couldn't possibly be taking the most valuable information in the galaxy to a Jedi master who's going to come back and initiate the plot to destroy us. That possibly couldn't happen. Exactly. Oh, the guys okay i have some predictions okay a i hope we're gonna learn 
Lord Vadermort's real name? He who shall not be named. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really want to see Obi-Wan Kenobi's like game plan. I think he's in it for the long game. So dude's coming back. Okay. He keeps talking to Luke like in his head. It's kind of kind of like, okay. You think Luke maybe absorbed Obi-Wan into his brain? Really? No. (laughs) I'm just putting it out there. That could be. Luke could have the power, like an X-Men style power of getting people's minds in there, in his head. Ooh, I don't know. I don't like that. (laughs) That's weird. That reminds me of that terrible movie we watched, Host, with the alien that like talks, she like takes over the human body, but then the human could talk to the host. And yeah, that was weird. So Stephanie Myers wrote that. Yes. Famous for Yes. I actually forgot that movie happened. Don't tell people I watched that terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could edit it. Right I'll now. watch most sci-fi once. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think Hans and Leia. Princess Leia. You, you keep calling him Hans. Like it's like oh. Hans, like Christian <laughs> Anderson. <laughs> Did you think his last name was Olo? Like it's Hans. Hans Olo. <laughs> it's Han. Three letters, Clearly, no S. I need to read some like Star Wikipedia. Star, the, I've got the, the comics. You can read the comics; they're excellent. Hans, Hans Christian Olo. Okay, yeah. Just be happy I'm not making mixing up Star Trooper and Storm Shadow anymore. Star Trooper, Star Trooper. he's a new one. Star- <laughs> <laughs> I've had a glass of wine. <laughs> okay, so Star Trooper. Okay, I want to know what R2-D2 stands for and what C-3PO stands for. Oh, those are never explained in the movies. I mean, they're droid, they're droid numbers. That's their model. But their name, that's a great question. And I'm sure someone in the world of Star Wars fan lore has figured that out and answered that question. But I believe it's just their serial numbers, but possibly just specific to them. It's like your Blu-ray player could have a serial number on the back and it'd be like 257QRT. Yeah. Okay. So, or it's droid language because other than bocce, they speak many languages. <laughs> you speak bocce? Yeah, the Polina. I, I always like that. Bocce means kiss in Italian, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. And C3PO speaks the language of love or ball throwing. So, <laughs> Anyways, okay. Okay, and like I said, I really want to know why the Death Station and Darth Vader are like conquering everything and killing. I want a bit more origin story that. I want to know who Jabba is. Ah, yeah, because that's the reason Greedo was after Han. Hans. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Did you like Greedo, by the way? Of the weird alien guys? He was the green guy who tried to shoot Han. In in the cafe there, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was cool, but he's dead, right? Who did you like from that from that scene of all the aliens? Was there a guy? Who, yes, he is dead. But who? What um, aliens did you like in there? Well, I got creeped out because there was one that looked like ET, and it freaked me out because I don't like ET. Oh yeah, you have a fear of ET. I do. <laughs> yeah, ET is scary. He looks like a melted chocolate Stanley Cup. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You nailed it. <laughs> So what do you think the second movie is about? The Empire Strikes Back. I think Princess Leia gets kidnapped again in the second one. And I know about 
This is Super Lips. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's going to get kidnapped and be forced to wear like a gold bikini and go to prison. And this is the slave Leia scene. This is, I think it's going to be. You think that's coming up yeah, in this one? Yeah, that's coming up, I think. Okay, yeah. okay, in Empire. Yeah. And that's funny that that's such a pop culture reference that you have seen so many times. What do you want to see? I'm really in it for the origin stories, I have to say. I really want to know more about like Luke's parents that have died. Um, I want to see, hopefully Luke will become less useless. And, sorry. <laughs> it's okay, hopefully I'm not Luke, Hopefully Luke will become, yeah, less useless. And actually, I don't know, like grow as a character a little bit more. Okay. Like I know, I understand, like Poor I Luke. imagine he's going to become a Jedi. He's just a farm boy. He's been basically farming like water. <laughs> That's what they're doing out there. <laughs> there is a desert in there. They've got all those things. That's why they needed the droids to help them farm water and uh, presumably Tatooine vegetables and stuff. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to say I found, um, I was surprised at a little bit of the graphicness. Like there was that scene where uh, Luke's aunt and uncle were burned. And you could see like the skeletons and like the Yeah, it's pretty gritty. Yeah. Yeah, it was more gruesome than I thought it was going okay, to be. Okay, okay. But all in all, you're happy you saw it, finally, after all this time? No, I'm excited. All Are right. going to watch the second one next? Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. You ready? Yeah. And then we're going to come right back. Yeah. All right, listeners, stay tuned. I found out Darth Vader is Luke's father. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if you haven't learned that by now, you deserve for it to be spoiled by someone who just watched Empire Strikes Back for the first time. Now who is the Star Wars snob? (laughs) 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 It's true. It's true. I witnessed it. You just watched Empire Strikes Back. Yes. What did you think? It was so much better than the first one, I have to say. Okay, yeah. Like... In a lot of different ways. Like, obviously, I'm sure the technology has got better by the time they actually did this one. Um, Leah's character is actually way more developed. She's not just this, like, woman who, like, poses on, like, I don't know, that weird stone prison she was in in the first one and, like, wearing, like, scantily clad things for no reason. Like, I... I don't know. It was it was just so much better. There was a lot better fight scenes. A lot of good characters were introduced in the second one. Who were your favorite new characters? Oh, Yoda. Yeah. All right. So now you know he's not like Dobby, right? <laughs> well, he is, but he's like like Dobby if Mr. Miyagi had trained him and got a hold of him when he was younger. Okay. The thing, the one thing about Yoda that bugs me a little bit is his voice. You don't like the uh, Sesame Street style robot? It's Sesame Street, isn't it? It was bugging me when I was watching it. I couldn't figure it out. I was like, it didn't really go with him. Like, he's, you know, he's supposed to be this wise, like, Jedi master. And then his voice just sounds like this dumb dog. Like, (laughs) Like, what? This is so harsh. No, it does. A dumb dog? Okay, he's kind of goofy at first when he's trying to test Luke's patience, right? Yeah. But then when he's wise and he's he's centered and trying to really train Luke, he doesn't oh, okay. have the goofiness. Like, at first when he's sort of digging through Luke's space lunchbox and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you were giggling. You were enjoying that. Oh, yeah, anything food-related. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I, the, the stuff I really love about this movie, I mean, I love all the different settings. The Hoth, the snow yeah. world, of course. Like, growing up as a kid in Canada with all the snow, it was always fun to reenact all the Hoth scenes with the snow troopers and Wampa and everything in the oh. winter. Yeah. Wampa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wampa. Does Wampa not look like the abominable snowman from those old claymation Christmas movies? Yeah, he's kind of the space abominable snowman, for sure. Okay. There's some similarities. And did you notice his arm gets cut off as well? Oh, yeah. Just like in the first one, Obi-Wan cut off the guy's arm, and then this time, you know, Luke cuts off the Wampa's arm. And then Darth Vader cuts off Luke's hand. That's right. There's a, there's a thread going through people's hands and arms getting cut off in, in all the Star Wars movies. Uh, but yeah Dagobah is a great setting I love that like the swamp uh, Mm -hmm. background and then of course Cloud City on Bespin Mm -hmm. with Lando what do you think of Lando? Lando's pretty awesome my favorite thing about Lando is basically your reaction when Lando shows up you were just like Lando yeah he's so (laughs) awesome but then he as like as I was watching it I was like Lando's not awesome he like totally betrayed them well, he, you know, he was in a tight, he had no choice. He didn't think that they were going to do this, and, uh, you know, it's hard to say. He tried to redeem himself at the end of Vampire. He does. Yes, he does. But I, I guess I was expecting this, like, you know, hero, but I guess there's, he is, I guess, in a way. But um, there was, like, this whole other, I wasn't expecting him to betray them. Okay, what else didn't you see coming? Well, like, Luke's hand getting cut off, I found, like, I was like, oh, wow, his hand is off, like, what's he gonna do, and, oh, heck, actually, I had a question for you, so, when that happened, when Darth Vader reveals that he's Luke's father, was that, like, a crazy, like, moment, like, that was something you just wouldn't reveal, like, if you, like, watch the movie, it's like you, or did people, like, kind of already know that, like, when the movie no, when it came out, apparently Mark Hamill was one of the only people who knew about it during the filming of the of the movie, and he was sworn to secrecy to not let it leak. I mean, that's why it's so, to me, it's like I got to see a movie like Force Awakens the, the weekend it opens. Otherwise, it's going to get spoiled. Like, it's just so hard to avoid spoilers. But back then, when this came out in the early 80s, yeah, that was a huge reveal. I would say it's probably one of the biggest twist endings in movie history. I mean, by the time I saw Empire, I knew that they were related, but watching the reveal unfold, it still gets you every time. Yeah, and when Luke is training with Yoda and he sees his face in in Darth Vader's mask or when he cuts off Darth Vader's head, was that like a, oh, it's obvious, or was it just like a hint at that? Yeah, I think that was foreshadowing of, Oh, he sees himself in Darth Vader because Luke could go either way. He has the power to go to the dark side or uh, the light side. And, you know, we still don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I don't know. What do you think is going to happen in the next one? Oh, um, well, I think Han, Han and Leah are definitely going to get together. I hope Han stops being so sexist. His lines are like <laughs> so ridiculous. I can't even think of one right now. I'm sure you know them all off the head. Oh, but she says... I love you, and he just goes, I know. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I what guess... you say? Your, your royal princessness? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he kills it. Every line is amazing. Well, and then, like, Leah's always like, I hate you, I love you attitude. Like, she's always, like, so, like, oh, God, you're so annoying. But then she, like, loves him. She clearly, like, wants him. 
Mm-hmm. Well, she calls him a scoundrel. Yeah. He's like, you like, he's like, you I like this. that. Yeah. You like it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he's totally sexist, but we love him. You know, what can he do? I think we're building up to a big wedding I'm going to soon. Okay, a wedding. So you predict a wedding. Okay. Yeah. And how do you think it all gets wrapped up? Big battle, Luke versus uh, Vader. Luke has some internal struggle about going, becoming bad or becoming good. Obi-Wan is coming back. Okay. Yep. He's coming back. He's sure. coming and back. I mean, not just, as a, not just as like a little premonition, like, you know, um, who's, who's he going to fight? Yeah. Oh. Both. Yeah, Obi-Wan versus Boba Fett? Yeah! <laughs> Why are you laughing? So does that... I don't know. I don't know. There's happen. other bad guys. I mean, who's Darth Vader's boss? Oh, um, um, Emperor. Yeah, the Emperor. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm really excited to see is what Darth Vader looks like. Okay, what do you think he looks like? Do they, do they actually pull up his mask? Am I going to see his face? Maybe. Could happen. Anything could happen. Is it James Earl Jones? <laughs> Is it Mufasa? <laughs> he has a lion face, yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure some YouTuber has like, <laughs> has edited like a lion or a Mufasa face in Darth Vader's face. <laughs> they should. It could happen. This a George Lucas add-in? No, from this is 15 real. years ago. This was in the original movie. This is the original this movie. Ewok song. The Ewok song. You don't like it? Like my favorite song of the entire soundtrack of all three movies. I don't know if I like it or dislike it. It's okay, but I. It just seems like a different movie now. It like <laughs> became a musical. Oh my gosh! I did it. You watched all three Star Wars movies. I watched. All three Star Wars movies. How do you feel? I'm exhausted. <laughs> it was like such a trip. Shocking revelations, thrilling excitements, you wild know, little monsters. There were more surprises in this than I thought there were going to be. Like I, I really went into it thinking I knew everything. <laughs> and I really didn't. Okay, well, what didn't you know? Well, I knew that there would be some battle between Luke and... And Darth Vader, his dad. I didn't realize his dad actually, you know, Luke was able to convince him to be good. And and then he saved Luke in the end. I didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah. So that was nice. Yeah. Nice. Also, I thought the Ewoks were evil. (laughs) Like going into it. Some people may uh, may agree with you. What? No, they're amazing. They like just help them for like no reason. There's a major divide between a lot of fans. Like, what? If, well, not if they're actually evil, but people just don't like the Ewoks. I enjoy them, but it it may be largely because I was so young when I saw this, and I and I liked them back then. It is kind of goofy when they're in their hang gliders and they, yeah, they're I didn't doing. Get that. <laughs> I think I was like, what just happened? What was that? Okay, I have to the, ask you. There's a lot of monsters in this one. Who are your Who are your favorite monsters? Oh, I'm so bad at the name. Jabba. The did you like Jabba the Hutt? I did, but I thought he was gonna play a bigger role. He dies so like within the first what, like 15, 20 minutes. No, no, that's like a good forty minutes. Really? That whole yeah, the oh. whole Jabba's palace. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Did you like that? How do you find the effects hold up? 
It's good. Um, when that not it's not an ad at, but what's that? The ATST. Right, the ATST. It's, it's a two-legged ad at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. It's funny when the Ewoks and everyone's like shooting at it, and it's like so fake. But then it cuts to like real robot of the STAT falling and breaking. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to rewatch it just to watch all like the funny editing little things. There are some funny things. There are a few things I've watching it now. It's like, oh, like when Luke tells Leia he's her brother, he just sort of looks at her and makes this, this stupid face like, eh? I never realized how stupid a face it is that he makes. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, they're acting coaches. They could have been better. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to to argue with Harrison Ford when because I think he is the most annoyed by Return of the Jedi. Like you can tell, there's is some he? scenes here that he's just like, oh, they're trying to shut down that shield for a long. That goes yeah. on for a long time. Yeah, and R two can't get in, and then R two gets fried, and then Han's like, I'll just hotwire it, and then like I feel like this movie. As much as I love it, 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 it could have trimmed a half hour off it, at least. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, yeah, while they're trying to just... Not only are they just trying to break... Or, I'm sorry, like, uh, make the shield go away. The shield. Is that... <laughs> the shield. The face. <laughs> Delino um, to shield it. <laughs> yeah. And then... But they're just outside of that little base forever. And it's just like... It's not even like they're, they got into it. It's just like they're just trying to get into that base for like forever. And the Ewoks keep multiplying. Yeah. They called in all the Ewoks from all the Endor provinces. They all came in. Mm-hmm. They got the message. Mm-hmm. I like the part where um, C-3PO, they think that he's a god or a deity. Yeah, that's good. The more I watch these, the more I love C-3PO. And I love Yoda. What do you think of the Yoda scene? Well, it's really sad, of course. Um, I have to say, I found him hard to understand. <laughs> you, you know, I was like, can we turn on the subtitles? Yeah, for the listeners at home, we did saying. have to put on subtitles for Yoda. <laughs> I had to rewind him like, like twice. <laughs> yeah. But it was a very sad and powerful thing. But it was weird though, because he's like so strong and all, the, all of in the second movie when he appears. And I feel like they should have teased that he was getting old, like, to me, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I know they tried to be like, oh, he's 900 years old. But like in this world, I don't know if 900 years old is A, old, and B, if if that's like the end of his lifespan. Like, I, fe- I feel like it just, I was just like, oh, he's tired. He's like going to bed. And then yeah, I kept, realized he was turning like. turning away from Luke. He's like, let me go to sleep, kid. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. And I, it wasn't until Luke finally actually says like, you can't die. And I'm like, oh, he's dying? Past your bedtime, it is. Yeah. To me, I don't know. It came out of nowhere for me. Is that weird? It, no. it, was, it had happened pretty quickly. Yeah. Mark Hamill's acting, I think that's his best acting in the whole trilogy. The stuff with Yoda. Like on Yoda's <laughs> yeah, deathbed. Yeah. Like I felt like, oh, wow. Like he's really he's really quite good here. But he's, he's endearing, I think, as well. Did you know the Leia sister thing? Did you I see did. That? Yeah. I did. But for some reason, I thought there was some weird questions of incestuous stuff. Is that weird? Like, I feel like I've heard that before. They kiss in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not they had planned all along that they were going to be brother and sister or or if it was just sort of something that came out in yeah. the story development as the films progressed. I don't know. But I, that's no. 
That's they're just brethren. Right. That help Luke a bit more directly. Mm-hmm. And they and she really didn't. Well, Luke, it's really interesting. And now because this is good, because we are tomorrow night, we're gonna go to the premiere mm-hmm. of The Force Awakens. And that's at the whole time during this movie, I was really thinking, I mean, they hint a lot at Leia has potential. Like mm-hmm. Yoda even says something like, You will have to to help uh, mm-hmm. Leia develop her Jedi potential. So I wonder if Leia does go on to learn I hope so. the ways of the Force. Absolutely. I thought they were going to do it in this movie. I, you know, that's my yeah. that's a disappointment for sure. Okay. Can we talk about the Force Awakens? Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? This is it. This is now where we, we make our predictions. True. Yeah. When you saw the trailer, you hadn't seen these movies. So nothing in the trailer would have made any sense to you. Yeah. So now, okay. Except for Harrison Ford. Right. So it looks like it takes place 30 years later, 30 years after Jedi. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a big question for someone who's just watched these. <laughs> I go, okay, wait, I would like to see in, you know, that movie cliche, we never saw the body. I wonder if the emperor maybe is still alive. Interesting. Okay. That is a good question. That could be cool. I would like, I'd like, I feel like a villain from the old ones needs to be, be in the, a Force Awakens because it would just be weird to create a random villain at this point. Well, we know there's a new villain called Kylo Ren. And he seems to be studying the ways of Darth Vader. Now, at the end of Jedi, they are burning Darth Vader's body. Yeah, we've seen in the trailer a burnt version of Darth Vader's helmet, and oh. it looks like Kylo Ren is worshiping this. <gasps> so. My theory, Kylo Ren is related to the Skywalker somehow. I think he's Han and Leia's son. And I think he has a twin sister who is the, the girl, the lead actress in the film, Rey. So I think her and Kylo Ren are brother and sister. Kylo Ren is supposedly Adam Driver, although that may be a whole bait and switch. <gasps> like from Girls? Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you lead with that? Well, he looks like Harrison Ford a little bit. So I could see him being... Harrison Ford's son. Yeah, and, and if he's, he's got evil, the voice. He kind of looks like evil. He kind of looks Ford's like evil son. Harrison Ford's son. <laughs> Good casting. So I think he turns to the dark side, and possibly Luke has tried to train him over the years and failed. So Luke goes into seclusion because we're not really sure where Luke is right now. They've been they've been hiding him in the trailers, but we we know he's going to be in the movie. So I'm guessing his next movie and if not the whole trilogy is going to revolve around the two tw- the siblings on and Leia's kids Kylo Ren and Rey and they're trying to redeem Kylo Ren there's the first order which are the new badder version of the empire apparently and then there's Finn and Finn seems to be a stormtrooper who has now turned has uh, better aim well, <laughs> yeah, he seems to be an educated, uh, an intelligent stormtrooper. Because, as we've just witnessed, they're all idiots. <laughs> they're morons. Why? Yeah. Why do they wear armor when you can kill them on one shot? Uh, the Ewoks it. are just kicking them over. They're like, throwing they're rocks at the stormtroopers, and the stormtroopers are just <laughs> falling over and dying and incapable of fighting back. Yeah, it's it's really really ridiculous how easily the Ewoks take out the stormtroopers. So Finn is uh, a Stormtrooper who turn, turns good, and it looks like he turns to the good 
side oh. and he becomes a Jedi. So I don't know. Beyond that, is Luke good? Is Luke bad? Is Luke Kylo Ren? I That's a one in 1,000 odd chance that Luke is actually Kylo Ren. I think Kylo Ren is pretty much going to be Han's son. And he said Hans. Hans? He'll be what? <laughs> Hans. I kept calling him Hans, Hans Solo. But you're saying like Han apostrophe S. Sorry, yeah, Han, Han apostrophe S son <laughs> is Adam Driver, Kylo Ren. And Luke, maybe Luke is evil. Maybe Luke is the new emperor. Luke is evil? Well, it's funny watching this because he never really completed his training. Yoda gets really frustrated and says, it's, it's unfortunate you've never completed your training. You know, he says, once you beat your father, a Jedi, you will become, or once you confront him. But he does confront him. He does confront him. He can't go be bad. That would be like Harry Potter being evil. Well, Luke gets really mad when he he takes out Vader right before he confronts the Emperor. Because he thinks his friends are dead. Yeah, well, he gives into his hatred, which is what you're not supposed to do. So there you, is. You can't be mad if your friends are gonna maybe die. <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> well, you can't. You you can't resort to hate. There's a very thin line because once you give into hate, that's where the path to the dark side begins. Okay. <laughs> many many force scholars have debated this to much better. Uh, oh yeah, I'm sure. Much more. All the Star Wars fans are like are. cringing at what yeah. I'm saying right now. <laughs> no, they're cringing at what I'm saying, probably. But this is uh, The Force Awakens. I guess it's come back alive. Because at the end of Jedi, it's technically just with Luke and Leia. But I'm guessing if it's 30 years later and Kylo Ren is about 30, and mm-hmm. who knows, maybe Luke and... I don't know. I don't wow. Know. Okay, if Luke ends up being evil, I owe you, like, let's make a bet. I don't... I really... I would be really, like, sad if that happened. I think that he has tried to train Kylo Ren and failed and then becomes completely reclusive. And I'm guessing the first movie is about them trying to find Luke and maybe Luke will be the new Obi-Wan. So Luke is either going to be the new Obi-Wan or he's going to be the new Emperor. Oh, jeez. You excited? I am now. I didn't even think of all of that. Okay, well, we're we're going to record. Watch the trailer. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to go watch the trailer right now. And... Then we're going to follow up with this after we see the movie. Did you have any other closing thoughts on the original trilogy? This isn't my closing thought, but one other thing is I I think Lando should have played a bigger role. He mostly just sits in the spaceship being like, they're going to date, they're going to get the shield off. I trust Han. Like that's all he says basically for like the whole movie. What do you think of Lando's co-pilot? Nien Nam. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> it sounds like something the Ewoks say when they like the food they're eating. Yum yum. Yeah, I think wasn't that a lyric in the Ewok song at the end of the movie? Yum <laughs> Should have been. Maybe maybe they're dedicated to yum. Now, do your listeners know that you actually know the lyrics to the Ewok song? I know the rough lyrics. I think a lot of people do. Like yub nub, each yub nub nub, a tomi topichiki, a do do daddy, a dub. I don't know the rest. Yub nub, sing it with me. Each yub nub nub, a tomi topichiki. I think there's actual lyrics written somewhere oh that's my God. just, yeah. But yeah, you like that. Are right? there like annotated like <laughs> lyrics as well? Are people like translate you know, like they what say they're saying? Chihuahua. Okay, the the fireworks thing was really weird 
too. At Where the did end. they get the fireworks? I don't know. Well, know. those were the rebel fireworks. They were excited. The big deal. They just took down the the entire empire. It looked too Basically. earth-based. You can have fireworks. <laughs> I think you got to get out of this whole mindset of thinking there's like earth-based and not earth-based. Like, what about just like there are universal things that people like to do when they celebrate. And one of them is looking at colorful explosions in the sky. No, I know, but I feel like they could have been maybe been more creative with the fireworks that they're shooting in the sky like and make what? them more cool. Like double fireworks? Well, in Harry Potter, the fireworks like are like dragons that like, you know, when they shoot, they like, they go through the crowd. These guys have been busy. At the Triwizard Tournament, it was pretty they have, cool. They barely have enough money to keep their ships running, let alone have fancy fireworks that turn into <laughs> dragons. Well, it just seemed like everything was so like, um, oh, this is the world of Star Wars. And then all of a sudden you see this thing that you really recognize and it's like, oh, it's regular fireworks. Like it would be as weird as, I don't know, I found it weird. Really? Yeah, it would be like you're watching. going to a bar? Like the yeah, cantina. But the, yeah, but that bar looked totally like different. It, it just looked weird. Like the idea of it is the same. The concept of it is the same as a bar or restaurant here. But like, you know, what if it, like if I had saw a pint glass in this bar, I'd be like, that's really weird. Okay, I get it. So, or like a cigarette dish. Like it should be, they should have been more creative with. Right. So on Earth, we have teddy bears in the Star Wars universe. They have walking, talking savage little furry beasts with spears and yeah. cloths. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like they just should have maybe been so they needed to Ewokasize those fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Ewokis. Ewokis. <laughs> yes. To the listeners at home, I don't know if you've ever tried to watch Star Wars with, with subtitles. subtitles. But when the Ewoks <laughs> talk, all it says is Ewokis <laughs> in brackets. <laughs> is that really their language? Like Ewokis? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, Ewokalian? I don't know, like, how I... I would not... I don't think I would have said Ewokis was their language. <laughs> like, Ewoki? Ewoki sounds good. Yeah, Ewoki sounds like... What What language are they speaking? Oh, they speaking Ewoki. Yeah, I like that. Or Ewokian? Mm-hmm. That's the Ewokian language. Mm-hmm. That sounds good, too. Yeah. Ewokis just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are we going to watch these three movies with, like, the version where they were re-released? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so bad. Come on, really? No, they're really they're that really bad? bad. Well, it's like someone just took the Mona Lisa and drew a whole bunch of other stuff around it. No. That's what it's like. <laughs> and it adds nothing to the movie at all. No, it's it just detracts like, from the movie. It makes my blood pressure rise, actually. It's like, like it's what's the most ridiculous thing? Uh oh, there's so many. In Jabba's Palace in Return of the Jedi, they basically CGI'd an entire band, and it looks like all of a sudden, you cut to a cartoon, and there are these terrible, this singer, and he was just like making crazy faces, and they extend it. It's just awful. It's just, it takes you right out of what's going on. Because to me, in Jabba's Palace, the big thing is, okay, you've got Han the Carbonite. Jabba is about, he's ready to, to kill anyone who tries to come in there. There's like the Rancor. There's all these like weird things, which are just teetering on the edge of really goofy, but somehow they still retain this darkness. Like the Gamorrean guards, the big green pig looking guys, mm-hmm. like they kind of look goofy, but at the same time, they kind of look creepy and scary. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. this is weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
a couple other notes. This is really good, by the way. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> thank you for listening to my like ridiculously no, this has been amazing simplistic. For, thank you for coming on. This is great. <laughs> You're great. You are a great guest. This is awesome. <laughs> okay. Okay. Did you notice when that woman who was giving those orders on that spaceship? I was. I said to you, I'm Mon like, Mothma. What's her name? Mon Mon Mothma. Okay, and she's like a captain of some she's sort. She's somebody or, important. Yeah, she's, she's like has a higher rank. Yeah, I don't know what her official title is. Well, is it just me or literally is she like the second woman who was cast in the series? No, there's other women. There's like Luke's who? aunt who dies really early on. She gets barbecued. Okay, sorry. How about a woman with a speaking part that's like <laughs> longer than No, you're totally right. I, 30 seconds. I was like, it was jarring. Like, it's not that I even noticed it at first, but then all of a sudden there was a woman in the third one, like that moth. Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. Who is not and a I moth, was just like, to oh. our knowledge. Yeah. And then it was just like, oh, this isn't Leia. Like, that's the only woman that you really you see. Are, yeah, you're totally, totally right. Except for that other dancer woman in the Jabba, the hut scene where she gets like put into that pit. Yeah, there's two, I believe. Well, the girl who gets thrown in the pit with the tentacle head, I believe her name is Ula. (laughs) Ula, the dancer. Um, And I don't know how I know that. You don't know how you know that? You know the Ewok song. I am not surprised (laughs) that you know that. Okay, so Ula, and then there's a a larger woman who's kind of out there dancing on the dance floor. But yeah, other than that, you're totally right. I'm just, just like thinking in Empire as well. There are so few female characters. It's yeah. crazy. Which, you know, it's kind of a, a reflection of the times. Like I'm not, you know, trying to pull this like car- woman's carpet thing, but I'm just funny. I just found it really jarring. And I mean, I think half the Ewoks are at least female. <laughs> <laughs> the ones and who are Chewbacca, wearing white Chewbacca's, you know, is it ever really defined what Chewbacca is? Chewbacca is a man, like clearly. <laughs> okay, that's, yeah, you know, I don't know if, what he identifies as, but. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're, maybe, maybe he doesn't, he's just I androgynous. I'm not going to make, I'm not going right. to make uh, assumptions. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then the emperor totally C-3PO looks C-3PO could be like... a girl for all we know. <laughs> C-3PO's not a R2, girl. R2, maybe, I don't know. I guess he could. A very, very valid point. I'm not. I'm not making light of it. You're. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It. It was just an observation, really. But, but you're totally right. Yeah. And Mon Mothma really. She stands out a lot. She totally stands out. Yeah. 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 Like I wasn't even thinking it before, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, because there's no one on the Empire. No. Now in the prequels, there's a few more. Oh yeah, like Natalie Portman. Yeah, but there's some other, whole bunch of other characters. One, there's a female bounty hunter. Yeah. Now you said to me the funniest thing. You you actually want to see the prequels now. I do. I really do because to be honest, like I know there's a character named Anakin Skywalker. I had no clue who or how he fit into the story. And then now that I've seen them, I'm like, oh, okay, he was Luke's dad. I kind of I kind of really want to watch them, if only just to join like the zeitgeist in like vilifying those movies and. Having like having some cred to be like those movies don't exist; they're bad. Yeah, well, I would watch them for you. You watch these at my request. I will watch the prequels. <laughs> I will give them I, another watch. I can't say I will enjoy it because I know I'm going to hate. 
some parts of it. Well, maybe but. you should re-review it on your podcast. You might notice something that you didn't notice before, or you might hate them more and, or like them more. Okay, well, then maybe that's what we'll do. After we watch Force Awakens, we'll do our little review on this episode, mm-hmm. and then maybe in a couple months, we'll come back and do the prequels. Yeah. Also, I really thought for a split second that when Luke pulls up Darth Vader's mask that I was going to see James Earl Jones, and we did not. Yeah, actually, David Prowse is the actor who is in the armor mm-hmm. for all three movies, and he was really upset because that's that's not him. I forget oh. the name of that guy who, who we, when we finally see his face, but David Prowse was really, really upset, and I think to this day is still kind of angry. Rightly so. He because he to, wanted it to be himself. He wanted it to be him, yeah. yeah. Huh. He just didn't have the look, you think? I guess not. George Lucas never had. Yeah. Says why? And in the re... The edits you were asking about, Lucas put Anakin, like Hayden Christensen, at the end when all the oh. ghosts are there, Yoda and Obi Wan, and Hayden Christensen's in there. So he changed stuff like that where you're like, that's not right. Like, is he trying? Does he think we that millions of people did not see the other movies? Like, <laughs> what are you, who are you trying to fool? It's like, we know George, but you know, without him, we never would have got these three crazy movies. Yeah, and I. Ah, oh, so excited for Force Awakens. Yeah. We could just keep talking until we have to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to cut this here. We're going to go see The Force Awakens tomorrow. Oh my gosh. And I feel so lucky. I I should know a lot of people probably want to see it tomorrow and I get to be one of those people who gets to watch it. You did it right. You watched all three. I said you couldn't see it until I told, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I told Michelle, I was like, you're not coming with me to the movie until you watch all three. So you've, uh, you've earned it. We're down to the 11th hour. We re- literally are. Some I hope the- it's good because if we leave and like Wordberg doesn't like it, <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to be listening to him rant all <laughs> night. Oh my gosh, I can't even talk. It is 1.30 in the morning. We just got in the door. Still with me? I'm still with you. <laughs> How do you feel? What do you think? I've just, I got to collect my brain. I'm just, I can't even digest how incredible that was. It was really, really good. Really? You think? Yeah, it was a fantastic movie. It was, it's phenomenal. And I've been avoiding every spoiler I can. We can spoil away because we're going to hold off on releasing this. So we can talk about we it can? all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk about everything. Yeah. We're, we're going. Oh, the geez. Force Awakens, Thursday night, December 17th. I guess now it's the early hours of December 18th. Yeah. Uh, okay. I've been bouncing off the walls all day in excitement for this. Probably driving you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like I just came off watching three of those movies and then you were so excited. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like it. I feel like I've been on like Star Wars overdrive for the last, you know, two days. And then, you know, everywhere you turn, it's like, oh, CoverGirl has a Star Wars lipstick. Like Subway has a Star Wars thing. So I thought, I wasn't sure if it was going to live up to the hype. It was crazy, but oh my God, it was so good. And I know I'm not, I'm by no means a super fan or an expert, even though I 
Like I've just seen the movie. No, you're an expert once. now. Yeah, no. No, <laughs> even through osmosis, no matter what you say, I haven't absorbed all of the info yet, but oh my God, it was so good. Well, your training was almost complete. Did you like, so I'm so glad. Like, <laughs> I get that joke now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a lot? You got a lot of jokes out of it. I saw you, we were laughing at the same stuff. Like, yeah. aren't you glad you saw the trilogy before? Oh my God. Yeah. You get like, I think even people who haven't seen all the movies um, will really enjoy it. But wow, you get so much more out of it if you, obviously, if you've seen all the, all the, the first three. Yeah. Okay. There's so much to get into. What is your What was your first take like from the start? I thought the writing in it was awesome. It was funny. There were a lot of twists and really good one-liners, but I still feel like it stayed true to the movies. It was sad too. It was like really emotionally resonating. Like yeah. it was just incredibly well-crafted. Kazdan, the writer who wrote Empire and Jedi, worked on it with JJ. Right it was now. funny when it when it had to be. It was sad when it had to be as well. Yeah, it was so good. That oh, the opening credits, I got chills on my spine. You know, right? Yeah. Just we see episode 7 yeah. and then Luke Skywalker has vanished. What? Like you would hear a pin drop yeah. in that theater and then every other word, it's like General or- Leia Organa has mm-hmm. sent her top pilot to go get him. I mean, I could almost recite it verbatim after just seeing it that once. Like it, <laughs> it, like Poe Dameron, amazing. Yeah. Finn was incredible. Yeah. Ray oh, stole I the love show. Oh, Ray. Okay. Such a movie stealer. Like, yeah, she was so good. Oh my God, she was such a strong good character and I everyone just like immediately respected her like to see her at the end like taking the Millennium Falcon and driving away with Chewie with Chewie oh my yeah. god not only does she pilot the Millennium Falcon she goes toe to toe with Kylo Ren she's looking like possibly the most powerful Jedi ever yeah she taught herself the like the Jedi mind tricks she didn't even know like how did she know to just do that she inherently like the force awakened within her, you might say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I mean, I don't know. Now there's questions. Does Finn have mm-hmm. Jedi abilities or can he just feel the force? Yeah. Why do you, why do you think he might be a Jedi? Well, at the start when Kylo looked over and sensed him, he could sense something. Mm-hmm. And now he may not be potentially a Jedi, but what I really liked about what they've addressed in this film, at least what I picked up on, was her name Moss, the, the orange lady with mm-hmm. the yellow eyes? She was talking about the Force. And mm-hmm. She said, well, I'm not a Jedi, but I've grown to, you know, I can feel, I can sense the Force and she understands it. So what they're saying, I mean, really people can feel the Force around them without being a Jedi. Mm-hmm. And whether this is, uh, maybe everyone has it in them to be a Jedi is what they're hinting at or not. But just the idea that it's all around us and some people, it affects them differently. And for whatever reason, Kylo Ren or Ben, as we mm-hmm. now know his name to be, um, you know, something went wrong along the way. And yes, everyone guessed it, myself included, that he was going to be Han and Leia's son. Mm-hmm. We still don't know about Ray. What What do you think about Ray? You think you think she's twin sister? I think, think that could cousin? be too easy, right? Yeah, that would just be copying. Um, when do we find that out again? In New Hope. Yeah. That, that's when we find it. Well, they hit, no, they Empire. Hit, Empire, Empire yeah. right, right. It all comes out. Um, but it'd be too easy for Ray and, and Kylo Ren to be brother and sister, yeah, I think. Totally. I think so. I think 
I then I was thinking, oh, maybe she's related to Luke. But no, that doesn't make sense because her parents got taken away and she was expecting them to come back to that to that planet called Jakku. Jakku. And there's a couple other planets in there. I don't actually remember the names. Like I need to go see this ten more times, like immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's so many. Ah, oh, so good. Just just staying on the Ray thing really quick. Long shot, she could be Luke's daughter. And we don't know who the mother is because there's a lot of time. That's the other great thing. There's so much time. Like so many things could have happened in 30 years. Mm -hmm. She could be Luke's daughter or longer shot. She's related to someone else who was a Jedi. Like Obi-Wan Kenobi? Potentially (gasps) Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't know if she's Obi-Wan's granddaughter. Yeah. Again, we never knew if Obi-Wan had a daughter or a lover or anything. I'm sure he he did at one point. Obi-Wife Kenobi? I don't know if there was one. I don't know. I love that reveal at the end with Luke. Mm -hmm. He doesn't even say anything. Mm -hmm. So clearly this, of the old guard, this was Han Solo's film. The next part will be Luke's Luke's film. Mm -hmm. In terms of like the old mentoring the new. Good move. Good move on JJ's part. Now, I don't know if Han Solo will be back in flashbacks in the next one. He had an ama- he apparently had an amazing time working on this film. Like Harrison Ford just loved it. So right, and so his like declaration of "I'll only do it if you kill me" in, yeah. in the in the next movie. Well, yeah, and I don't know how back. many other people remember that. I can't remember if I mentioned that earlier when we were talking about the other movies. Did I talk about that on here? And I remember when they had originally were signing on to get Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, and Mark Hamill. And Mm -hmm. I think they the rumor was they went after Harrison Ford first. Mm -hmm. And if he said yes, pretty much everyone else would follow. But Harrison Ford had reportedly said he'd only do the role if they killed Han Solo. Mm -hmm. So that was sort of buried and lost, and that was mentioned like whenever that was first announced. Mm -hmm. Two years ago? Mm -hmm. More than that? Mm -hmm. So oh, when he walked out on that bridge. Good moment. With him and Chewie and... I was tear. Like, I could feel tears. Like, it was strong. And then Chewie goes on Chewie Rage right after yeah. and, sh- and blasts him and gets in a good shot on him. And oh, they- so good. And then and then when he when he walks into the cockpit and he just, like, looks around, that was, like, really cool, too, to see him be like, oh, my God, I haven't seen this in a long time. Like, he, it was, like, mimicking what, like, we would have been thinking. Right? Yeah. Like, we haven't seen that in... 30, was it like it was perfectly years? handled? Like they wrote Han Solo perfectly. Every scene, how he was introduced, how he's lost the Millennium Falcon again, and he's been looking for it, and now mm-hmm. that he's in trouble again with more mm-hmm. bounty hunters or smugglers or just the wrong side of the tracks, mm-hmm. and he's just he's likable, soft, but he still has that smartass yeah. side to him too. And he he's accepted. He accepted that he was a bad father, or he, not that he was a bad father, but they lost their son to the dark side. Mm-hmm. You know, he and he was just trying to get on, but you could tell that that he would do anything to change it, and he did what his son asked him. And mm-hmm. oh, I'm just thinking about it now, and it's just it was a heartbreaking moment. Mm-hmm. Like they accomplished it, and that's why. Oh, seeing it now before it could get spoiled. Mm-hmm. I mean, this JJ obviously wanted to do the Darth Vader, Luke, I'm your father moment. Give it to everybody. And that's why they've been so tight-lipped about it. And I'm going to keep, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. We're going to hold off on this podcast until 
until it's safe. <laughs> so, but wow. Oh, it was so like good. We just saw it. We were just in the theater an hour ago. I mean, yeah. Oh my God. I was like, it's been a long time since I watched a movie in theaters where I was like not leaned back like against my chair. Like I was like literally on the edge of my seat and I was like you were cheering and yeah. like screaming with the crowd whenever like there would be, you know, and a reference to the old movies and stuff. And because I now understand them all. <laughs> <laughs> See, I taught you well. It was like Yoda at first testing Luke's patience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It took six years. Luke didn't want to, Luke wouldn't, wouldn't listen to him at first, but you came around. <laughs> came around i feel i've done well yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like your voice has changed now you that's right i've lost my voice <laughs> too many sugary real fruit raspberry gummies and <laughs> cola and popcorn oh my gosh i put so much junk into my body tonight <laughs> it's okay it was worth it yeah oh it was so good um oh man so who was your favorite new character new main character po, uh poe dameron was really cool but ray ray i think is yeah. She was awesome. She was great. She was, you know, starting off the movie. She's on her own. She's a scavenger. She's getting by. She's able to do everything. She's confident, but she's friendly. She's not a jerk. She's open. She's warm. She's She really does embody, like, the Jedi spirit. And having her be this new Jedi, where we're going, obviously, with the next one, it just, she was great. A lot of little cameos from yeah. actors, mm-hmm. little Lost. I forget his name. Um, the actor's name. Um, from Lost? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. He was the Asian guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, why can't I remember his name now? I'm, I know. I, my I, I, Lost I, credit, I'm going to lose. <laughs> uh, but then there was the guy from Heroes who was the cop in Heroes who was like the only, one of the only characters in Heroes I liked. And he popped up in a bunch of other things as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know his real name. These are all... But it was nice to see JJ throwing some bones to those guys. The nurse who was helping Chewbacca at the end, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She um, wasn't anyone though, right? No, no, like, she wasn't you I'm just thinking of like all these like extra characters. I loved the little orange lady. I got to find out what yeah. her name was. And her little weird bar restaurant. So many great nods to the classic cantina yeah. and Jabba's palace where you see all these weird creatures and characters all hanging out. Like so many cool new Aliens and robots in the movie. The ships all looked incredible. Yeah. I'm just blown away. Oh, the, the f- ship flying scenes and yeah. the fight scenes. And oh my God, it was like, it was cool. Like they were doing all these like cool tricks that you haven't seen before, but you could still kind of follow it. Sometimes I find in fight scenes at some point, I'm like, I don't know who's fighting. Like I know who's fighting, but I can't tell if that one's the good one or that one's the bad one. But this was like, it like, you were just in awe watching it. People were cheering at these little, like the ships like flipping over and then making a twist here. And then, oh, it was just, it was so cool. It was so good. Oh, even, okay. You know how I am with food. Just even the attention to detail, like when Ray pours that powder in that pan and then bread grows. I think I grabbed your leg. I was so excited (laughs) to see food. Being the foodie you are. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That was so cool. And then when they went into that cantina, I was like, oh yeah, here we go. Restaurant. (laughs) It was it was great. And I'm I I'm hoping that my excitement and fan enthusiasm is not totally blinding my opinion, but it was just awesome. 
And I'm the first to say, like, I saw Phantom Menace opening night at the premiere, and I hated it. <laughs> like, instantly. Like, I was like, I don't think I liked it. And I had back-to-back tickets. I'm sure I told you this. You had back-to-back tickets? Yeah, because I bought tickets for the first show, which started at, like, 2 in the morning. And then they, Two in the morning? Yeah, but then they released tickets for one to start at midnight. So I bought those so that I could <laughs> see the first one. So then I stayed in the theater, watched, the, watched it back-to-back. You and after did? I watched it the first time, I was like, I don't think I like that. And I watched it again right after. And I was like, I definitely didn't like that. Really? So that's why I've always kind of had a really bad taste in my mouth for Phantom Menace. And well, plus this it is was a, late this is when a, you watched this. Yeah. Movie. this is, <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. This is the Star Wars movie I've been waiting for since I saw Jedi as a kid. Like, this is the one I think everybody's been waiting for. It's just, and I, I liked it better than Fury Road, which was yeah, previously my movie of the movie. year. This was movie of the year for sure. I'm just trying to think of if there's a movie in the last 10 to 15 years that I like more than this. I don't know. I may be that crazy about this movie right now. Wow. Yeah. I, again, it could be all those real fruit gummies talking. <laughs> <laughs> but for me as a fan of Star Wars and those being my favorite movies, like it just hit all these chords that I've just, yeah. I haven't seen you this excited since we watched Love Actually. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't know that there's a movie. I was trying to think of my favorite movies. Like I liked it better than the Avengers. I liked it better than Iron Man. Liked it better, better than the Spideys. Better than the Batman movies. Really better than like Dark yeah, Knight. Better than yeah. Wow. Like the first Matrix was Ooh, I haven't great, seen those either. which you haven't seen. So that would be in the last twenty years. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> wow. Um. So the last time I had this like feeling of being so excited for a movie, like definitely want to see it again. You're totally going to cringe. You know what movie it was? Independence Day. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm not saying they are even on the same level, but in terms of just how I felt excitement wise, subjectively, I was this probably around this excited when, you know, Independence Day came out. Well, and I could see that because you had no other frame of reference for a sci-fi film, really. No, I I hadn't. Like that was kind of your first introduction to sci-fi. So maybe that's, yeah, there's something to be said about that. And maybe we can talk about that again. Maybe we'll do a rewatch where I watch Independence Day because that was a movie that I was let down. Well, I think there's something to say about like, yeah, like I was like a tween when that stuff came out. So Like, basically, my life was going to the mall and going to movies. So when Independence Day came out, I think I saw it three or four times in theaters. And I owned the VHS tape. And I watched it constantly. And so the trailer for Independence Day 2 just recently came out. And I watched it. And I I was so excited. And I watched it. And Will Smith isn't in it. And I'm, like, really sad now about it. I have. I don't think I've seen it since I saw it in theaters. Like I'm like that with some movies. If, if I didn't like it in theater, that's it. Yeah. Won't see it again. Well, no, it's not that great of a movie, no. but. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but honestly, I like. I remember this feeling, and the last time it was, it was like wow. I did. You know what? I did really love Lord of the Rings and all the Harry. Potters I love them too. Well. Yeah, I love all those movies as well. But this, the you know, the biggest thing too, and I said this to you when we left. Lord of the Rings and 
Harry Potter and the Avengers and everything, they were all based on stories yeah. that are pre-existing. Mm-hmm. For, the Force Awakens was an all-new story, mm-hmm. obviously based in the universe. Mm-hmm. But it, was, it wasn't like Lord of the Rings where, okay, we know what's going to happen in this thing coming up. Nobody knew. Mm-hmm. Like there was all these guesses, all the Star Wars canon and comic books and novels and everything. Oh, maybe they'll take from this novel. Like Luke marries someone named Mara Jade and they go on to start a Jedi order in the, in these books. But I don't think they're going to do that. Han and Leia had twins called like Yax and Janna or something. Like I forget what their names Han were. Han and Leia had twins? Yeah, in the in the novels. Oh my God. You don't think that means Ray could be uh, Ben slash Kylo Ren's twin sister. Well, that, wasn't that what we were talking about earlier? But I didn't know that there's there are these stories that exist where they actually had twins. Yeah, in the novels. But those novels have been since they don't count or, you know, they were written to follow up the movies mm-hmm. and, but yeah, that's a twin because Luke and Leia are twins. So it would kind of make sense that there's a twin gene that yeah, maybe yeah. Leia passes down. For all we know, Anakin had a twin sister, maybe mm-hmm. never met. Oh. And Ray could be of that line. I don't know. <laughs> so many theories. Wow. Okay. It's two. We've been talking for a while. Yeah. Any, so Adam Driver, you liked I did, yeah. So Kylo Ren dies, do you think? You don't think so? But the planet imploded. He got out. You think? Oh, yeah. There's no way Kylo Ren died. No way. Are you sure? Yeah. But the whole planet imploded. Kylo Ren got out. But he was so injured. Like, Ray, like, kicked his ass. Oh, he's he's definitely coming back. How? I guess if Voldemort can come back. I think that snooty, redheaded, First Order leader guy... Saved him. His oh. leader Snoog or Snoog. Who? Do you know who's playing him? Who? Andy Serxis. Who is? Is it Serxis? Is that his last name? A little guy named Gollum. Oh my God. I was like looking at him thinking he looked like Gollum. Well, he had a lot of crazy He was like gray makeup on. And bald. But that actor, that was Gollum. Yeah. Oh my God. And he was in Planet of the Apes as well. Oh, I didn't really. So, and I thought at first, is he a giant? Like, what a great way to introduce him. But then it's the hologram that they speak to. So Mm -hmm. I'm guessing he's not really Mm -hmm. that size. But great technique. Oh, like every scene, Mm -hmm. the ships crashed in the desert. Like, Mm -hmm. seeing all that, the old, did you pick up on that? They were all, like, old ships from the Imperial Forces. Like, when Rey is digging at the start, and she's she was digging through an old... Star Destroyer, yep. which would have been what we saw in A New Hope. Right. I noticed the ad Yeah, the, in the ad in the desert. Like the planets. And we didn't even get to see Captain Phasma's face. No. And, which was interesting. But again, another strong female yeah, character. Yeah, she's from Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We didn't see Lando. No. I hope they bring Lando back. They better. And the Ewoks? Do you think we'll see an Ewok again? <laughs> I would love to see a Ewok. Yeah. I feel they've got to sneak in some little joke. I thought in the back of my mind there might be an Ewok like passed out in the back of a bar or something. like Or a stuffed Ewok or something. Yeah, like someone had like, hunted it and it's like decor. Oh yeah, an Ewok head on the wall yeah. or something. Now there, see? Now mm-hmm. that's funny. Mm-hmm. I think I should write for Star Wars. You should. You should totally write <laughs> yeah, for Star right. Wars. Oh my God. I'm so glad you liked it. I'm so glad... I liked it. <laughs> if I'm being I selfish. I was nervous. Like, I did not know how, how it was going to go. Like, even before it started, I looked at you and I was like, wait, 
if you don't like it, like, how should I handle this? I'm going to have like a Kylo Ren rage freak out. Yeah. That was great too. When the stormtroopers turn the other way, he's like, get in here. And they run away. Like, I love that Adam Driver did a great job and they like playing this disturbed, spoiled, angry kid who really is drawn to the dark side because he just wants he he's looking for something and he he can't Mm -hmm. find it and he couldn't find it with Han Solo Mm -hmm. he killed his own father and it was intense we're having a real geek out this is a real super geek out (laughs) on the weekend Weekend, it's like every day. <laughs> You're living it. Every day at Bergie's <laughs> is my life. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank you for doing this. The Star you. Wars epic. We did it. You opened my eyes. Now you've got to read all the Star Wars comics and all the, the novels coming out and all the adaptations. Maybe oh. I guess we'll have to start researching. Now that I'm not worried about spoilers, I'm going to start. Spoiling? <laughs> I'm going to start doing some re-spoiling stuff for myself. <laughs> You're going to binge spoil? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That's it. We did it. We did it. May the force be with you. We just high-fived in case you're wondering what that. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to this major geek out, everybody. I'm guessing you've all watched uh, The Force Awakens now or you just let us spoil it for you. So if you got any thoughts, email the show, weekend at Berkey's at gmail.com. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for having me. Yub nub. (laughs) I got the force. of the Modern Superior Media Network.